Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Briar Moss can curse in five different languages. We mostly curse in English, so if you're listening around English speakers, you may want to make sure they're okay with curses. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And I'm Goodwin. And today we're reading Chapter 9 of Street Magic. So grab your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or your drink of choice. <laughs> Let's sell a tree. Chapter 9 is pretty cute. It's pretty much just Briar and Evie tooling around in the marketplace. He brings his trees uh, because he's going to try and sell them. And Evie shows up because she's supposed to meet Jubahuba there. And she's (laughs) like, hey, you got anything to eat? And he's like, yeah, I guess so, because you probably need to eat something. And Lady Zanadia, aka Bitchy Bitchy McBitchface, shows up. And she's like, ah, trees. I would like to buy a tree. And Briar, not knowing who she is, uh, talks to her and, and does his, his salesman, puts on his salesman persona. And she talks a lot to Evie and is kind of like, oh, what a charming young girl you are. Would you like to come live in my house with me? And Evie's like, uh, no, thanks. And Briar's kind of protective of her. I'm like, mm, I don't trust this lady. I don't like her attitude. No, thanks. I'm good. And then eventually she agrees to purchase a tree and gives him her address so he can deliver it. And then she buggers off. Part one of our three-step reading process is reading like a novice. This is where we talk about what we liked and didn't like about the chapter. 
what did y'all like and dislike about the chapter? Well, I already told, said my first like, which is longing passionately for bed. Cause that's a mood. Uh, I, that's me. As soon as I wake up, I'm like, I, I, I want to be back in bed. Yeah. This is, this is what I wrote. Teacher life. Hashtag yeah. teacher life. Uh, I, I specifically like the sentence that comes after his work with Evie. The afternoon had tired him more than he had thought. Yes. Having a child. Yes. <laughs> I was just about to say, I feel like that could also be hashtag mom life. Very yes. easily. Yes. Very, very easily. Especially a young child. Uh, a teenager, yeah. I wouldn't think so much because they're off in their room. Like, don't talk to mm. me, whatever. And having a small child, though, that wants to be constantly like right there. Oh, yeah. Very draining. Rose Thorne asks Evie, did you give my boy a hard time? And she says, your boy? He's no boy. He's old. (laughs) (laughs) I feel old. Briar says, I feel old. (laughs) He's only 14. Poor child. (laughs) A a nice tender moment from Rose Thorne, too. I love every time she calls him her boy. I'm just like, "Ah!" I just want to like die from feels. Mm -hmm. And to think that she used to be like, I don't like children. I specifically like the part where she says that she likes dogs no more than she likes children. It's like, I like dogs as much as I like children. It's like, ah, so you must like dogs then. Yes. <laughs> yes. My next one is when Briar gets so absorbed in his work that uh, when Evie speaks, it spooks him. And then the willow drags some of his branches over his hands to comfort him, telling him that he should calm down. <laughs> there, there, calm down. It's okay, Briar. And then when Evie tells Briar, I like being here with you. We're practically respectable and all. Right. She has a friend finally. She's never had one before. And she has a friend. It almost made me cry. It was so sweet. Um, Continuing on. My next one is when Briar wonders if uh, Bitchy McBitchface took the eunuch along on hot days and trained him to stand where he could do double duty as sunshade. Knowing her, probably, probably, because she likes to use people, and she's a bitch, so, like, oh, you can make more use for me by being my shade. Briar jumps in front of Evie and is basically like, no, you can't have her. Evie is grateful for the honor you do for her, and it's like, but no, you can't have her. Like, oh, that's so cute. He's protecting her. Even though he wants to get rid of her, he's still protecting her. Like, boy, you care more than you think you do. But he's already rethinking mm-hmm. the getting rid of her. He's like, mm, the, the, my inner Sandry is telling me this is a bad idea. Yeah. And as far as caring more than he thinks he does, we have said many times, Briar and Rose Thorne are the same person. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then my last one is, I thought it was going to be a dislike, but it ended up being a like. Because at first when Lady Bitchy McBitchface shows up, 
I thought Briar was going to be tricked. I was like, no, you're falling for her charm. Don't do it. And then whenever she basically tries to buy Evie, he's like, no, this isn't right. Something's wrong here. I was like, yes, his instincts are kicking in. Like, I knew you weren't that dumb. Good job, Briar. So it's, uh, it was almost a dislike, but it turned into a, uh, a like. Smart kid. Very smart kid. And he's one mm. of those that will act on his hunches. So, like you did with Tris about her cousin. So, yeah. Anyway, that was all I had. I like how Briar has become like an artist. Like, he's got all his little trees and like certain like tiers of trees. Like, there's this new stuff that he's like, you know, oh, these are pretty cool. I made them nice. And he's got like some of his older stuff that's like, oh, I brought these from home. They're like my like portfolio work, you know, stuff that you wouldn't get rid of. You'd hold on to to prove like, hey, look, I made this. And this is what I've been, what I've done in the past to kind of show off that, you know, he's, he's done that and he knows what he's doing. Um, it, it, it was almost like a portfolio is how I saw it, which I think would be useful when you're trying to sell magic trees. You don't just want to buy a magic tree from someone that's got like five brand new trees, right? I, I wouldn't trust it. But if he's got some nice stuff in the back, you know, gives him a little more uh, not knowledge, gives him more uh, credibility. Yes, credibility. Um, I also liked uh, the just as respectable line where uh, Evie's like, oh, we're, we're, we're basically business people, you know, we're, we're here in the market making legitimate money, not like street red kids, like we technically were and still currently are. And he's like, ah, listen, I'm as respectable as I have to be and no more. That's it. It's only as, as it was uh, just as respectable as is good for me, not one whit more, which uh, I, re- I respect. Because I'm only well-spoken and nice uh, to my clients. Everyone else, I'm just like, what's up? Ah, you know. <laughs> I like to fuck around. I understand that as well. Having to deal with vendors and such at work. Yeah, got to have that professional face on. Super professional. Professional. Oh gosh, I can't even talk. Professional and respectable. Yeah. I also, this will be the last one for me. Uh, I liked his uh, knowledge of speaking to nobility in Chemer. Like the fact that he knows he can't ask her anything directly because she is royalty or nobility. Uh, if he did that, he may just get slapped in the fucking face because you're not allowed to talk to them like that. Now, if it was just some common person, he could be like, hey, what kind of tree are you looking for? You know, I could hear my trees. This is what they do. If you're looking for something specific, here it is. But with nobility, he's got to be like, oh, look at all my, these are my wares. Like, this is good for this. You can take a look at it. This is good for that. And you kind of have to wait for them to tell you what they're looking for. So that was some really interesting writing too from Tamar Pierce. Some good world building as well. So that was very neat. I really like the but he'll come or I'll know the reason why. Because if I'm not mistaken, that's a line that uh, Sandry actually says mm. at one point. I think you're right. I just, I just, I love that little bit of a, a, a parallel because I think we were 
Was it last chapter that we were kind of speculating on Rose's disdain for palaces? Mm. Mm-hmm. So, I know we like, were at some point. Yeah. So it would. It, this just kind of furthers the uh, her being kept. Oh, I was just going to say, it, it sounds to me like Sandry also learned a thing or two from Rose Thorn. Mm-hmm. Yes, also true. I love the, uh, when talking about the willow, he says uh, he was training it to the spiral form, which it liked better than the cascade form it had when he bought it. Mm-hmm. It's the catering to your plant and knowing what your plant needs and I just love it so much my purple clover has actually gone into a recessive state because the cats keep trying to eat it like assholes so I'm waiting until I can get out into uh, the, uh, the playhouse in order to Make it a nice little place to sit where you can sit in the sun and be happy and away from cats who try and eat it. It does not be eaten. Yeah. (laughs) It'll be happy when it's not being eaten. You know, I I can relate to that too. (laughs) We we talked about the uh, practically respectable, but I want to add like one of the lines after that, which is, that's me, just as respectable as is good for me, and not a whit more. I feel that. Like, I am only going to be so prim and proper, and then that's it. Like, it's just why, enough. Why Why go above and beyond when you don't yeah. have to? Yeah, it's exactly. It's a lot of work. Um, the backhanded, uh, the, the insult described as a compliment of you have such a charming accent in our tongue right it's like Um, that's that is an asshole thing to say dude i wrote down that she says that which i think is hilarious because a few chapters ago the other lady said whoever taught you to speak chamuri has the accent of a hen (laughs) yeah so i was like does she really think that or is she like trying to charm him and like, oh, you have such a lovely accent. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was one of those like bless your heart moments. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought. Like, yeah, oh, especially you such a cute accent. Reads. Oh, you're trying, but oh, it's terrible. Uh, especially the, way, the with her switching to Imperial right after. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, we're not going to do this anymore. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal with this. I don't want to hear this. Um, I also do like the uh, Briar kind of breaking down what nobles, bitchy McBitch faces age do. Like, I, mm-hmm. I just love that full on breakdown because the first thing he says after discussion of grandchildren is sometimes they brewed mischief and interfered in people's lives. Like, literally the first thing he says. He's like, I I got this woman pegged. 
Didn't he more have so same, than he knows? Didn't he have the yeah. same thoughts about Nico at the beginning though too? Yeah, but he's also were... in his fifties at that time. He was fifty three, and so he's like, I don't want to be this man's plaything. I I interpreted I interpreted Briar's thoughts on Nico as him being a pedophile and like Briar being like this is a sexual thing whereas I don't get that specific thing from his thoughts about Lady Zanadia it's just like oh she's an old rich lady the old old rich ladies get bored mm-hmm. I'm getting Karen vibes is what I think yeah. Briar was <laughs> Like. That's that is exactly what Bryce thinking. Oh, this is a Karen. Gotcha. <laughs> We're he's gonna, here. He's gonna have to deal with this person that has nothing else going on and is probably gonna be mean for no reason. A Karen. A Karen. <laughs> well, he does say that he feels like she's trying to like adopt Evie like a pet or like a slave, but not like a person. So Tara Pierce knew about Karen's before Karen was even a term. She's a time traveler. She's a time traveler. Yep. We discussed that. We discussed (laughs) that in the quartet. I thought it was really cool that we learned that Shacken was a shape. So I assumed that Shacken was the word for like, like bonsai. Like it was like the word for miniature trees but it's just a specific type of miniature tree and it's the shape of the tree. So I thought it was, I was just excited to learn that. Rose Thorn threatening to snip off Evie's nose. <laughs> Classic Rose Thorn. Yeah. It's not Rose. It's not a scene with Rose Thorn if there isn't a threat of physical violence. Yeah. And I don't remember, I feel like Briar has a comment about it. Like, she wouldn't actually have snipped off your nose. Yeah, just bloodied it a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) I like Briar's reflections on his experience with gangs. Now that he's talking with Evie and he's seeing her side of it. Um, Because I feel like there are lots of other people in his life who could have been like, oh, gangs are bad, bloody, bloody, blah. But like they've never had the experience of living on the streets the way he has. And he knows that his gang kept him alive at times. But now that he's starting to see this through Evie's eyes, he's seeing how, oh, gangs could also like kill you. Yeah, I feel like at first when he started talking to her about it, he's seeing gangs through like rose tinted glasses. And then as their conversation continued, He's like, oh shit, it wasn't as great as I thought it was. Yeah. Which I and feel about that's that is a lot of nostalgia there. It's just yeah. sometimes things aren't as good as you remember. Yeah. Yeah. Bitchy McBitchface's servant. His voice was a rusty croak as if he seldom used it. He probably seldom uses it. Just gonna yeah. go out on a limb and say, yeah. Probably. Probably true. Well, you know, when he opened his mouth last time, uh, she was like, you open your mouth too much. Yeah. <laughs> he probably, he probably, <laughs> he probably didn't even open his mouth to, to say anything. He probably yawned and she was like, stop opening your mouth. How dare you open your mouth Shut in up. my presence? Fuck up. She says, 
who is Briar Moss? And then he kind of bows to her and he says, I am, if it pleases my lady. And so, of course, I had the thought of, what if it doesn't? <laughs> I am no longer Briar Moss. <laughs> I am sorry. Let me, let me change also, my name real quick. <laughs> I could also see her doing that, her being like, I mean, she's she's trying to charm him in all this anyway, but like, if she wasn't, if she, if she was just some rich bitch Karen lady, mm-hmm. I could see her being like, no, it doesn't please me. Like, no, you're too young to be Briar Moss. Where is your actual master? And him being like, okay, now I have to find somebody to pretend to be Briar Moss. No, I could could totally see him being like, oh, well, need to go find Rose Thorn. Yeah. (laughs) Hold on, let me communicate with her through the vines. Yeah. Give me a moment. Give me a minute, let me call her that. You know, I was imagining... um, her going like calling him peasant instead of using his name or something you know (laughs) yeah yeah i wanted him to do like the little spin move like let me talk to your manager and you spin i'm the manager i am the manager (laughs) i just think something like that that would be great that fucking comic of uh the i want to speak to your manager and then there's just like cackling and then flames start coming up and then like, the little demons are like do you hear that you want to speak to the manager and then the, the girl's just like I am the mananager <laughs> I feel like he he basically pulled his version of that on Jubahuba when Jubahuba was like you're too young to be a mage and he was like ah mage medallion and that's why he was like upset that Jubahuba was like oh you know it's it because it was juba who was equivalent of saying uh they'll make anybody manager these days Mm. yeah yeah angry and then finally goodwin said he liked this about how briar is like he can't directly talk to her and has to just sort of like charm his way through all of the trees and oh let me show you this one and let me show you this one until she's like ah this is this is what i want i would fucking hate that he liked I feel the game, like though. Brian I liked feel it. Like, yeah, he's I like, oh, like- I love this. And I'm like, oh my God. I, I I want you to be a real person. So anytime I ever have to go anywhere or I have to haggle and shit, I can bring you with me because I fucking hate it. Like, okay. So here's the thing. I feel like that is every social interaction with mm. a neurotypical. Fair enough. Like, you have to, like, navigate this, like, sea of, like, social cues and passive aggressiveness and, like, underlining meanings. And I'm just, like, I don't fucking get it. Like, dude. I don't know. I feel like it's, like, playing The Sims. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, no, I just fucked up this interaction because I said the wrong thing. Now let me try my way back into this conversation. Several people are typing. <laughs> it's just like be direct. I mean, like it's the it's the Neil Gaiman quote, right? About like nerds, nerds uh, will not understand your like hints and shit. And if you want to like charm one or seduce one then the best thing that for you to do is to just send them a note that says you are invited to a seduction the seduction will be friday night please wear the clothes you would like to be seduced in like amen yeah (laughs) i just 
it, it does. Like I, I read something, yeah. and like this is this is apparently like a thing because neurotypicals are like oh like literally it's like playing 4D chess trying to navigate a conversation with some people I'm I'm very blunt I'm very direct like I don't like playing the the hide around game you know no (laughs) I am the most passive aggressive person you know I totally am (laughs) but like I, I don't I, I, I don't understand why we can't just be like, okay, this is the thing. You get more shit done if you're not passive aggressive and shitty to people. So true. It's I like... told some <laughs> I, I, I told somebody once that like I feel like I often get on better with people who are autistic. That's why. Because they just make sense. Yeah, they, they they're, the they're just like hey, this is the thing. Okay, cool. They're direct. You don't yeah. have to tiptoe around stuff. It it, it kind of reminds me a bit of you know the earlier quote with uh, being respectable. Like why play five dimensional underwater backgammon to communicate with people when you can just <laughs> say what you mean. <laughs> 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com work. Shopify.com work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Part two.
of our three-step reading process is reading like a dedicate. This is where we look for a theme or a message in the story. What theme or message did you find? Uh, so my theme is friendship. The end. Aww. All of the feels, Briar and Evie are such good friends and I love them. This was such a cute chapter, y'all. Briar and Evie tooling around in the market. Sorry. <laughs> Is that literally all you had, Goodwin? Yeah, I'm going to get into it more in the uh, personal magic section. But yeah. Well, mine ties in with yours. Mine is more like the aspects of friendship. The beginning of the chapter, you see that he's like fighting with Sandry in his head, even though she's not there. You get to the point of a friendship, you can just hear them in your head and you start fighting with them. He's learned all these different things from each of his friends to help him with this interaction with all these different people for like selling his trees. He treats Bitchy McBitch face with he, he put on like this front, like you definitely know that he learned that from Sandry, dealing with nobility. And he calls back something with Triss, and then also with Daja. He ends up like, and then he thinks to himself, and to think that I would never have learned from them. And so that aspect of friendship. And then the friendship of him and Abby, like they're all respectable and cute. And he's putting himself in front of her to protect her from bitchy mcbitch face so all these different aspects of friendship within this chapter i really like how you kind of pointed out that like we learn from everyone around us yeah so i went the complete opposite direction and i wrote putting on airs and social interaction which is kind of what we already talked about but yeah because just everybody is sort of putting on a front and even the way Evie's like, oh, it's like we're respectable. Like, so she's not exactly putting on a front, but she's recognizing is this is like, this is a completely different social situation and people are interpreting me differently. So just kind of that whole complexity of how you behave differently for different people because of all of these like weird social undercurrents. Um, I'm, mine is very similar to Molly's but not quite the, the sincerity we see the interaction with uh, Briar and Evie and it's just cute and nothing happens but it's sincere and a good moment and then you have bitchy McBitch face and it's like there is nothing sincere or genuine about you you are just a horrible human being. And like Briar pegs it almost immediately. He's like, this person is one of those people. People can tell when you're being sincere and when you're not. You, you might think they can't, but they're a little smarter than people give them credit for. People know. Briar is also not exactly sincere with her. Mm -hmm. Like, cause you can see he's, he's pretty direct with Evie. Evie's like, oh, you got anything to eat? And he's like, why didn't you ask Rosethorn for food? And she's like, Rosethorn said I should ask you. And he's like, here's some money, go get some food, bring me some too, or whatever, you know? And then, uh, and then they're just, they're just very like direct, kind of like the way you might be with a sibling or a really good friend. And then when she shows up, not only is she completely insincere towards them but briar puts on this whole puts on the charm as well so yeah. yeah you have to know when uh to play the game yeah he's like oh she's gotten to the point where she's flirting with me let me flirt back so i can sell my tree 
Yeah. And I think that's what Briar enjoys about it. Cause we talked about how Briar enjoys it. And I think that's what he does. It is a game. And like Briar, not only Briar knows how to play the game and he's good at it. And that's why he enjoys it. Whereas like, I don't feel like I'm good at that game. That's why I don't like it. Um, it's not a fun game. But he even, cool. well, and you are probably like the most social of all of us and you're a real estate agent. So I feel yeah, like I'm, all of this. <laughs> I'm legally obligated to be nice to people. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm pretty direct with my kids in class to the point where I will even be like, look guys, I hate this no cell phone rule. I still have to follow it. Put your damn phone away. Briar also uses his front and his persona to protect Evie because Evie is not really like Evie doesn't have the capability of doing the persona right now. She kind of needs some help here, but it's clear to him that she has no interest in going with this lady. And so he's like, Oh no, she can't live with you. She has to go to a teacher. That's why he's coming to visit today. In fact, that's why, that's why she's here today. Assisting me, blah, 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 blah. And then she can just like nod and smile and be like, yes, that's correct. So good for him. He's just so slick. Don't know where he gets it from. Self, really. I was like, I was like uh, himself and the combination of his sisters. Yeah. Because I feel like, I feel like all of them probably taught him an element of that. Part three of our three-step reading process is reading like a mage. This is where we use the text to craft magic in our own lives. What magic were you able to craft out of this chapter? Mine is the line, uh, always worrying about future things when right now is hard enough. Yes. I, const- I constantly have plans A through F. Granted, D, E, and F never change, but I always have plan A through F ready to go, no matter what the situation is. You have to focus on what's going on right now. Because what's going to happen in two weeks isn't taking away from what's happening right now. Because right now is real fucking important. And I need to focus on right now, not what's going to happen in six months. So Uh I I need to work on that as well. Oh, man. Who says that line? Is it? It's in Briar's head. So he's like thinking it. Okay. That is so, so perfect. Because I did not remember that line, even even rereading it, it didn't catch it, it. It didn't catch me, but it reminds me so much of a line from a later book. So I'm gonna write it down so that when we get there, we can talk about it and come back to it, and it's gonna be great. Because Tara Pierce is so good at reading things. I love it. Yeah, I was wondering no. how high your voice is gonna get. Not gonna lie. Yeah, because it just uh, always too. So my personal magic, you know, I actually still don't have a title for this one. I guess just how friends affect your, how friends influence you as a person. And we kind of already went through this with the theme a little bit. Um, you know, how gets, you know, he's capable of kind of like turning cold like Triss, like just being like, this is so wrong. It hurts me in my bones and I'm going to do something about it. And then... Yeah. Ow. He also has like that dodge in him of just being able to hide his feelings and make the sale, even though he might really dislike this person, just because, you know, why wouldn't you take money from someone you don't like? But, you know, they're out of money, you have their money, you can spend it however you want. Sandry 
you know, making him think of the future regarding Evie and how she needs to have a good teacher and maybe leaving her with uh, Master Stone Slicer wouldn't be such a great idea. All of these situations that he's been in with these with his friends. Um, there was a quote on Tumblr or somewhere on the internet that talked about just how your friends influence you and that like even if you meet someone just for like a moment the like discussion that you have with someone can like change your worldview or like affect how you see stuff and all of that all, all of these separate experiences that you've had with all these people make you who you are which I yeah. thought was a really neat thing to like take into perspective and you know look at you know like my own friend group and people who I was friends with in the past and how I cut off a lot of people pretty much after like high school and even after college because they were people that were taking more than what they were giving to me and I it wasn't it wasn't good for me like I I couldn't live like that and it was worthwhile to not still be with those people because I know that they would hold me back mm, they would have shaped you into a different person yeah and it would have been a worse person there's very few people that i still have contact with that i think are okay i am just so thankful for the friends that i have now including you guys oh thanks yeah because you guys are all great i love you guys you guys do not give me that same like just not good vibe that i had from people in my past so i really appreciate you guys being um kind and nice and affecting me in positive ways Aww. we appreciate you too yeah. And your enchiladas. Oh, thanks. Mm. I wrote down, trust your instincts. I don't know if I necessarily have difficulty with trusting my instincts, but it's it's a good thing to remember. Um, and I can think of some things that are going on in school, some issues that I'm dealing with between certain students and teachers where I'm being sort of, where I'm potentially being the briar who is the buffer. This may be a moment where I just kind of need to trust my instincts. Mine is where he has all those different trees. He has ones that he wouldn't sell unless offered price was very good. They are samples of his expertise in the very classical forms of miniature trees. And I want to use this as don't sell yourself short because sometimes you have expertise in things. People will try to take advantage of you if you let them. Uh, so at times you need to be like, no, this is my expertise. This is me showing off my expertise don't take any shit and uh, know your worth basically i feel like i need to do that sometimes at the end of our episodes we like to read an excerpt from the following chapter so this is an excerpt from chapter 10 of street magic jebelu pressed the obsidian circle to evie's forehead for a moment nothing happened then the stone blazed white its glare was as intense as the light Briar had seen Evie give off the day before. Jebelu muttered something and the light faded. He tucked the circle into his belt purse and drew out an egg-shaped clear crystal. Bring light to this, he ordered, holding it out to Evie. She didn't say, oh, that. She simply touched it. A seed of light appeared in the crystal's depths, growing until the whole stone gave off a steady glow. Jebelu closed his hand around the crystal. By the time he returned it to his belt purse, it had gone dark again. He offered her a small brownish gold globe stippled with black marks. Bring heat to this, he ordered. Evie took it, then handed it back. This isn't real stone, she objected. It's hard, but it isn't stone. 
Jebelu snorted. Petrified wood, he grumbled. May I see? Briar asked. Coal, he knew, was made of plants, but he hadn't realized that wood could be made stone. Jebelu scowled at him. This is a delicate magical tool, Pahan Moss, he snapped. Not a toy for curiosity seekers. Briar bit the inside of his cheek. He counted silently to 50 in Imperial to keep him from telling this man to put the globe someplace uncomfortable. Jebelu put the petrified wood in his purse and pulled out a dirty white stone. Use this. What is your name? Evumeme, the girl replied, taking the stone. Evumeme Dingzai of Yanjing. She turned the stone over in her fingers. There's cracks in this. I might break it. No one can break diamond stones, Evumeme Dingzai of Yanjing. Jebelu made her name sound like an insult. Heat it up. Pahan Mas told me you can do it. Evie sighed and closed her eyes. Briar saw the pale brilliance of her magic appear at the center of her forehead, lancing into the diamond stone in a tight stream. She had practiced last night, he realized. She went home and practiced and got better. And she was still alive, so she had been able to keep her power under control. He felt an absurd sense of pride in her flower in his chest. Her magic entered the stone. To Briar's eyes, the heart of the stone shimmered with it. The light began to ricochet inside the rock, bouncing through an internal network of cracks and faces. Slowly real, visible white light began to pour from it. It's not heating up, Evie said. Sweat gathered at her temples. Try harder, ordered Jebelu crossly. Scowling first at him and then at the stone in her hand, Evie increased the flow of her power. Briar watched uneasily as her magic ricocheted faster through the stone's heart. Evie, maybe you should let this go, he began. Silence! barked Jebelu. You are not to teach her, so let me test her as I see fit. Evie flinched and lost control of her power. It flooded the stone. The crystal blazed, then shattered. Evie cried out and dropped the pieces on the floor. She was hurt. Blood welled from a cut in her palm. Briar ducked into his stall. He yanked a bandage and a bottle of cut vein from his kit. Grasping her bleeding hand by the wrist, Briar took Briar bit into the cork that sealed his lotion and yanked it free. He poured the liquid over her wound. Though she was trembling, she still found the nerve to quip. Don't you make anything that doesn't stink? The flow of blood thinned, the slashed skin in her hand closing under the cut blends in, under the cut bane's influence. I like aloe, and I'll thank you not to insult my stuff. Briar wrapped the bandage firmly around her hand. When he felt it had enough layers of cloth around her palm, he ordered the linens apart and the loose threads to weave themselves into the rest of the bandage. It wouldn't come off now unless cut. Nobody can break it. She fucking broke it. Reading Circle Temple is produced by us, Molly, Brittany, Indy, and Goodwin. If you like the show, tell your friends about us. If you don't like the show, tell your enemies. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Or tell us what you think by emailing us at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Find all of our episodes at readingcircletemple.com and find more sound clips by following the Reading Circle Temple on SoundCloud. Never miss a post by following Reading Circle on Tumblr. You can also follow Reading Circle Temple on Facebook and join the Reading Circle Temple Facebook group. See our cats by following Reading Circle Temple on Instagram. Or you can tweet at us at Reading Temple. A special thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. If you like their art, follow Yellow is for Happy Draws on Tumblr and Shin and Ann Draws on Instagram.
Another special thanks to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our music. Find more of his music by following Thomas Dick on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic, and thanks to you for listening. Let's all have coffee next week. What do you think, Brittany? Is eggplant the queen of vegetables? I've only eaten it once, so it's really good. <laughs> I think I need to eat it more in different <laughs> varieties to Fair make enough. that opinion. Also, so. who calls eggplant the queen of vegetables? What, what, is that a thing? This lady. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was earlier. <laughs> but... I think it was Evie who said it. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.